in a beautiful way this morning and that He will continue to minister to you through the truth of His Holy Word. Don't you just love that stillness and that quietness? Just sense, feel. Peace of God just, wow. It's hovering. All around us. In us, over us, behind us, under us. Beside us, in front of us. Can't escape it. Mm. Mark chapter 5, verses 25 through 34, reading to you out of the New King James Version this morning. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, somebody say Jesus, She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, you ask, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Can you say amen to the reading of God's Word this morning? I want to speak to you this morning on this thought. Reaching beyond the norm. Reaching beyond the norm. Uh, This woman is just one of many examples, of many throughout the Bible, that had to reach beyond the norm in order to get through the physical realm between them and God and touch God in the way that He desires us to touch Him. Since this biblical day, there has been a multitude of things that have changed. But there is yet still one thing that remains the same for this generation here today. We still have to reach beyond the norm to occupy the fullness that's available in God. Now, I believe the word that God has given me this morning 
I believe that this sermon may possibly hit the very issues that may be plaguing your life. In a sense, it keeps you from occupying that intimate, that close and personal place in God. And yet there may be others here this morning which will need a greater power of God's Spirit in revelation to kind of tweak, so to speak, or kind of perfect it to the specific area in your life that needs a word of truth to get you to the place that you need to be in God. But either way, I believe that God is going to lay a path. I believe He's going to lay a path in this house for each and every one of us to be able to touch Him the way that He desires to be touched, to occupy, to occupy that place of wholeness that's in Him. Now, I know that I've preached and ministered a number of times, a number of times, out of this story and out of these verses of Scripture here in Mark. But I promise you, as soon as I get past the point of laying this foundation, that you're going to receive a fresh, in-season rhema word from God this morning. So, don't turn us off thinking, oh, I've heard that before, Pastor. Because you haven't. You haven't. You have not heard this before. And listen, even if you had, I think it's good to hear what God has to say more than once. Amen. That's right, give Him praise. Ron, there's one thing that I found out, brother. God is repetitive for our sakes. God is repetitive for our sakes. He's not repetitive because he didn't remember what he said. He's not repetitive because he didn't know whether it took effect or not. God is repetitive for our sakes. Amen. It's not some default that God has. It's a default that we have. Amen. So let's let our ears be attentive to the words that God is going to speak in this house today. When we read about this woman, we learn that she had a flow of blood or a hemorrhaging or the King James Version words it as an issue of blood and it was afflicting her physical body. And and the thing about her condition is that though it was a single physical condition, it wandered past the boundaries that she tried to set up to stop it. And it affected many, many areas of her life because of this. And and when this happened, she had to reach beyond the norm to possess the freedom in Jesus Christ. And and that's the way it is with us. You you know, this woman, I want you to notice something. This woman's issue was at the place of her intimacy. It affected 
affected her relationship of intimacy. And basically what that boils down to for you and and for me this morning is that the physical realm can keep us from having an intimate relationship with God. The fleshly side of our lives. And when such things arise, it requires us to reach beyond the norm, to make the touch upon Him, upon God, upon Jesus, which brings us into a place of wholeness, of fullness, and of intimacy in Him. And that's exactly what this woman did. She reached beyond the norm. Now, I want to reread a few verses here through our text this morning. I want to read 27. I want to read the latter part of verse 30, 30b. And I want to read verse 31 and 32. Mark chapter 5, verse 27. The latter part of 30, which is 30b, and then 31 and 32. Listen closely. When she heard about Jesus... She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But the disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see... He looked around to see her who had done this thing. Wow. What did she do? She reached beyond the norm. Here they are walking down the road and Jesus has his disciples with him and, 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 and there's just a multitude just thronging him. Man, they're just all over him and he's being bumped up against and he's being touched, you know, and just, just, man, just a crowd. Anybody ever been in a big crowd of, of, of people, you know, maybe after a ball game or after a concert or, 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 or some big church putting on a worship service or whatever? Man, it's just so cramped and you're trying to, to get through. Or it may not even be that. How many people's ever been on an elevator? And, and it seems like it stops at every floor. You're trying to make room and here you end up on, in the back and, and you're, you're, you're going to get off on this next floor and here's this crowd of people. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. And you try to work your way through. And, and, and you know, you, everybody's touching everybody. And Jesus is in this crowd of people and he's walking along. Just love just oozing out of him. He's on his way to Jairus' house. Jairus' 12-year-old daughter is sick. And he's making his way to Jairus' house. And here comes this woman with this issue. And she reaches out and she touches him in the midst of this crowd. And Jesus stops. And he says, who touched me? And the disciples look at him like, are you kidding? And they, they probably had to look at him like, are we missing something? God, are you, have you lost your mind? Who touched you? Look at the multitude that's strong in you, that's all around you. And you're asking, who touched you? Sometimes, somebody will reach through the carnality, 
of this world. Every once in a while, somebody will reach through the physical realm of this earth. Sometimes somebody will reach through the temporal things of their life, and they will reach out and they will touch God. What is it? It's a reach beyond the norm. He was being touched by all kind of people, but all of a sudden there was something abnormal about that touch that broke through everything else that was there on that day. And he felt power leave his body. He felt virtue being drawn from his body. I I came down to the church yesterday morning, and there was a, a message on the answering machine for myself. Nothing out of the norm. there's nothing out of the norm for there to be a message for me on the church answer machine. So I walk over there just figuring, you know, it's it's probably just a telemarketing call or somebody wanting to sell the church something or, or, or something like that. And I hit the play button. And the voice on the other end begins to say, Shepherd. Oh, I love you. I know that God is going to speak a powerful word through you on Sunday. And I am excited. I can't wait. And I love you. And they ended it with like this, golly, I love you. And I felt a flow when I listened to that thing, a flow of God's power move through my body. And I felt those little, most people call them Goosebumps. I call them Holy Ghost bumps. Just kind of came all over my body. And I heard God speak to my heart. And He said, That's what I'm talking about. I realized in that moment that the person on the other end of that phone had just reached past the norm and touched my life. And then I began to think about how many times that my children, Michael and Karen, Stephen Paul growing up would get in my lap. You know, people tell me all the time they love me. They, they tell me all the time, that's a good sermon. It really ministered to me. That, that's, that's, that's not out of the norm. But every once in a while, something will pierce the physical realm and reach to the very center and core of a person's heart and touch it. My kids, they would sit in my lap as they were growing up and they would, oh, I love you, Dad. And, you know, and, 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 you know, most of the time after that, I love you, you know, do you have a dollar? You know, can we go this? But every once in a while, they would just take my face in their hands, crawl up in my lap and just kiss me and not ask for nothing. What happened? They just reached beyond the norm. And, and, and that's what God is looking for. I, I begin to, I begin to, I'm going to get just a little help here with an illustration. Natalie, will you come right here to the front just for a moment? Nicole, will you help me this morning? Just come to the front just for a moment. Bianca, will you help me? 
Just come to the front just for a moment. Y'all, as soon as this illustration's over, you, could, you can go back and you can sit back in your seat. I just, I just thought, as, as, as I was preparing this, you're number one. You're number two. You're number three. You're number four. You're number five. Okay, I just, I just thought, Don, about here is God sitting on his throne. And there are millions upon millions of prayers that come before the throne room every day. Just come up and just touch me here on the arm, Bianca. Millions of prayer just coming up and just touching God. You can go sit back down. Just, just, just touch me. Then there are millions upon millions upon millions of acts of worship. Number two, just come and just touch me on the arm and go sit back down. Millions upon millions upon millions of acts of worship that come up and that touch the Lord. Acts of worship. Then there are millions upon millions of millions of expressions, number three, of love that come up. And that touch God. Touching God. And, 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 and at the same time. And then there are millions and millions and millions. Number four. Words of faith. That are coming and just touching God. Number five. Come on. Just touch me anyway. But then, every once in a while, somebody will reach beyond the norm. They'll reach through the carnality of this world. They'll reach through the physical rim of this earth. They'll reach through the temporal things of their life. And they'll touch God in a way that's above normal. In an abnormal way. Something that he's not used to. You know, a way that he really, from the depths of his heart. Now I'm not saying that he doesn't answer those prayers. I'm not saying that he doesn't receive all those prayers. I'm not saying he doesn't receive all those acts of worship. I'm not saying he doesn't receive all those expressions of love. I'm not saying that he doesn't receive all those words of faith. Because I absolutely believe that he does. But every once in a while... I believe somebody uh, reaches beyond the norm and touches him. And he stands and he looks over the sapphire seal of heaven upon this earth and he says, Who touched me? Who touched me? Mm. You can return to your seats if you want to. You can stay right there. It doesn't matter. Who touched me? Somebody just reach beyond the norm. I'm used to being touched like this. I'm, I, and I can just see heaven's angels. Who touched you? Who touched? Yeah. Somebody just touched me. Because I felt power surge out of this, this, this. Being of mine, the spirit of mine. I felt it come out of me. I felt it drawn out of me. I felt somebody absolutely sucking the power out of the portals of heaven. Somebody just reached beyond their issues and got a hold of me.
God's desiring that kind of touch. I know that probably everybody in this place has witnessed this. But we at times, parents, if you're not a parent, you may not have experienced it, but you probably witnessed it. And, and you probably remember doing it yourself. And maybe you know you're doing something to a child. And you know you tickle them, you know, or, 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 or maybe you're in the pool and you throw them. They, they want you to throw them. My grandkids all the time. Throw me, Gramps. Throw me, Gramps. Okay, baby. Hang on. And I throw them. And what do they do? They come back and they say, do it again. Do it again. Okay. They come back and say, do it again. Do it again. Why? Because it feels good. Why? Because they enjoy it. I, 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 when I was preparing the sermon, I could just picture God saying, do it again. Do it again. That, that's the way I like for you to touch me. Would you go past the norm and would you reach beyond the norm? Would you touch me like that again? Do it again. Do it again. Reach past the carnality of this world. Reach past the physical realm of this earth. Reach past the temporal things of your life and touch me like that again. The touch. The touch. Somebody give him praise in this house this morning. God, God. That reach comes out of humility. It comes out of brokenness. It comes out of desperation. It comes from the heart and the spirit. That's where a touch like that comes from. It comes out of brokenness. It comes out of humility. It comes out of desperation. It comes from the core of your being, from the center of your spirit, from the center, the most deepest, precious part of your heart. That's where those touches come from. Mm. As I've already pointed out, there was a great chasm that this woman had to cross. She had to reach through some stuff to get to Jesus and touch him like she did. And and I'm sure that there's a lot more opposing forces that this woman dealt with than I have time than I have time to preach and minister about this morning. But I want to just bring out just a few of the obvious ones that she might have faced or that she did face and, and how that they relate to us and how they may come against us and things that we've got to reach through, things that we've got to reach beyond. God's wanting us. God's, God's, God's talking to us this morning, church. He's asking us to reach beyond the norm. To reach beyond a routine prayer. To reach beyond a a routine act of worship. To reach beyond a routine expression of love. To, to, To reach beyond the norm. To reach beyond just saying, God, I believe. To reach beyond that. To reach beyond the norm. To reach beyond what you normally do. To reach out of humility and out of brokenness and out of desperation and out of your love for Him. To reach beyond the norm. The first thing, this woman, she had to reach past her 
accommodations. Uh, she didn't have a couple of Mydol pills to take that day. Um, there wasn't any red carpet rolled out for her to walk on to get to Jesus. Um, no revolving door for her to walk through. There wasn't a bellhop to help her with her access luggage. It wasn't convenient for her to get to Jesus that day. It wasn't convenient for her to touch the Son of God that day. Mm. As a matter of fact, her favorite song wasn't even being played. The sermon text wasn't even read out of the translation that she uses. And the thermostat was set way too low. And besides all of that, it was lunchtime. I want to tell you what, your flesh will make it everything but convenient to touch God beyond the norm. Your flesh will absolutely fight against everything that you do to get more of God in your life. Your flesh will wrestle against everything that you do to go beyond what you are already doing. We're going to constantly bottle, battle this flesh. It's a battle that's going to last. But I want to tell you, the Spirit is willing. And if we will begin to feed our spirit... We will be able to reach past the inconvenience. We will be able to reach beyond the norm. And we'll be able to touch Him. This woman had to pass through. And to reach through and to come through. Her lack of accommodations. The next thing I want you to notice. Is she had to reach across the legalism prison of religion. It's the truth. She had to reach across the legalism prison of religion. The law of that day declared that this woman with this issue of blood could not touch anybody. And if she did, that would make them unclean. For 12 years she had had this condition. For 12 years she had had this issue. When she would meet somebody, she would have to pass on the other side. And she would have to cry out if there was anybody in the area. Unclean! 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 That's what the law required her to do. There are men of the Bible that say even the action that she took that day through the law required that she be stoned. Been separated from her children. Separated from her husband. For 12 years she had struggled under the bondage. You know, my path, the path of my life, has crossed paths with this religious spirit more than once. And I have saw its characteristics. It is self-righteous. This religious spirit is self-righteous. It is judging. And it is legalistic. 
And this particular spirit, I want to tell you what, this particular spirit, hold the word of God up. This particular spirit will take this word and will condemn you with it. It will absolutely condemn you with it to the very point that it sends you to hell. I have witnessed it, I have experienced, I have walked through it. And this woman was pressing through such a religious spirit that day. It was not unusual because Jesus, since he was born, had been pressing through it. And it leaves you with a feeling of unworthiness. That you were unworthy for God to bless you. That you were unworthy for God to love you. When confronted by such a spirit, there is only one thing to do. When confronted by this religious spirit, when confronted by this legalism prison of religion, there is only one thing to do, and that is to reach beyond the norm and touch Jesus. And that's exactly what this woman did. She came walking like she was as worthy and as clean as anybody in the crowd, and she reached beyond the norm, and she touched Him. And when she did immediately, healing, virtue, and power flowed from the Son of God. And it came out of her, Him, and it transferred and transformed her life. Mm. She had to reach through the influence of the crowd. She had to reach through the influence of the legalism prison of religion that day she had to reach past the accommodations made for her that day and she had to reach past through the crowd some of you know what i'm talking about there i'm telling you what this worldly crowd can be bad but the church crowd the church crowd can be ridiculous i know Man, I've been at General Assembly before, getting shuttled back in buses, being standing there, waiting to get on the bus. They'll cut in front of you, they'll push you out of the way, and they'll push you over to get on that bus. Never saying, excuse me, pardon me, or anything. God love them anyhow. She had to cross the influence of the crowd. How many knows that a crowd can be influential? Influential. Influence your life. Influence what you do. The crowd can influence you not to reach beyond the norm. My goodness. A crowd can be intimidating. A crowd can be rude. A crowd can be hurtful. A crowd can be embarrassing. A crowd can be tough. A crowd can be unruly. There's a number of things. That's just to name a few. There's a number of things that a crowd can be. So when you're facing a crowd of your coworkers, and maybe it's lunchtime and you're in the lunchroom and they're talking about their sinful weekend. And they're telling their dirty jokes. Are 
Are you going to bow your head and touch God beyond the norm for your lunch? When you're facing your peers at school, when there's a church full of spectators, or any other crowd for that matter, we've got to reach beyond the norm and touch Jesus. I mean, even a small crowd like this, maybe for somebody that's been here once or twice, or maybe for somebody that's been going here for years, the crowd can be intimidated. Oh, I, I don't want to go up front. I'm kind of shy. You're shy because the crowd is influencing you. Jesus understood the influence of the crowd. In, in Jeremiah 1 and 8, in Jeremiah 1 and 8, listen to what God tells Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 and 8. Jeremiah 1 and 8. You see, God understands the crowd. He understands the influence of a crowd. And listen to what he says here in Jeremiah 1 and 8. And don't be afraid of the people, or don't be afraid of the crowd. That's what he's telling him. Don't be afraid of Israel. Don't be afraid of the elders' faces. Don't be afraid of this crowd. Don't be afraid of the people. For I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Mm. God knows exactly what you went through to touch Him like you did. I said God knows exactly what you went through at your work. God knows exactly what you went through at school. God knows exactly what you went through at the Sunday morning service. God knows exactly what you went through at the grocery store. God knows exactly what you went through at the doctor. God knows what crowd that you came through. He knows what you came through and what you had to face to touch Him. Nothing gets past Him. Somebody give Him praise in the house today.